Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. That's right. This is the Big Show, 97.5-1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, thank you so much for making us a part of your day. Gordon, hello. How are you? I'm uh, doing well, Jake. Thank you very much. Today marked uh, a bit of a uh, commencement in a new direction for me. I had never really done a podcast before. But PK and I did a podcast. The inig- the inaugural, uh, <laughs> he came up with the name. Really? That's the name? I don't know. That's That, that was his suggestion. I don't even know if we can air that. How are we supposed to, te- how are we supposed to tease it? If, what do you mean? If I, I don't but, know if you could say that. I, no, either. you didn't dump it. It's a, it's, a, uh, it's a biblical saying. I don't think you can, uh, you can say that word on the radio. So how are we supposed to tease your podcast if we can't? You can't read the good book on the air? I'm just saying. I think that you included one word there but that, that but that's, I think is frowned upon. No, 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 no. no. As you know, sometimes, Jake, wor- words can have dual meanings. They and can. It says in the good book, don't, don't kick against the... He just did it. He had to drop it again. You guys need a new title. Do we? I think you do. Huh. I'm not. I, see, I want to promote what you guys are doing because I think it's a really neat idea. And it's, you know, good for the station. And and uh, you and PK doing a podcast together, I think, is going to be tremendously fun. But we need a, a title that we feel comfortable have you promoting. Ne- have you never heard the saying, kick against the... Stop it. <laughs> We've only got so much to learn. I have both um, management next to me asking you not to do that anymore. Wait, so. wait, wait. It's in the Bible. It's it's just been kiboshed, and I I frankly agree with the folks back there kiboshing it. Who's who's there with you, Adrian? Uh, and who else? Ask Scotty if he's read the scriptures recently, and he's familiar with that saying. Gordon, what's wrong with you? Knock it off. <laughs> Stop it. Wait, wait, wait. I wait. Don't, look, there's a lot of things in the scriptures that we can talk about, the Old Testament, that isn't going to fly. So knock Songs it off. Solomon. No, no more. Uh, all right. Need a new title. Okay. When PK sweet. sent that to me this morning, I didn't even respond. Thinking that, what, what, what two idiots is actually going to use that as a name of a podcast? There's no way. It's, it's, it's scriptural. Uh, I don't care. It's language. It, I don't care. So we can't read the Bible on the air? Correct. Don't read the Bible on the air. Yes, Gordon. Yes, that's wow. what I'm saying. Don't read the Bible either on the air or in podcast form. Come on. So I can't say kick against the... Stop it. What's wrong with you? Jeez. All right. Well, live and learn. Thank you, Scotty. No live and learn. This is like <laughs> stuff you should know. <laughs> you should know this. No. You've been doing radio a long time. I thought, uh, for instance... Can I say hell on the air? Uh, Again. 
I would say I wouldn't make it a constant use, but I've done that. Sure. Well, it's in the it's in the good book. I thought whatever was in the good book. Was Stop it! Game. Stop it! See, all you're doing is trying to use things that uh, justify your bad behavior. That's all you're doing. You want to pre- you want to behave badly, so you're using the good book to try to behave badly. Stop it. Now, if you want to look, if you want to Scotty, use the, are you, you if you want to go like New Testament beatitudes, then sure, go crazy. <laughs> I'll let you say what you want to say if you read all of you know John chapter two. <laughs> you want the pure in heart, yeah. You want the meek will inherit the earth, yeah. Which neither one of you are very meek. <laughs> That's true. I thought it was a classic, and I'll kick against. Stop I, it. I, all right, I, I thought I thought we were we were okay. No, because you didn't. You knew. I, no, you no, didn't. I did. No, you yeah, did not. You did not. Well, it may it may have double meaning, but it, it is a by the a way. So saying. so this this mythical podcast that you guys have been talking about for years now, uh-huh. it, did it actually get recorded? Yes. And did you actually use that phrase throughout the podcast? Uh, <laughs> we may have used it like once or twice. Okay. Uh. Well, it's gonna get edited out. I can't, I can't believe I, mean, I I really am surprised. You're not you surprised. Are not. No. You are not surprised at all by this. A, a, a little bit. I mean, I thought that I thought that we could do that because it's uh, you know Here's the thing. Uh, I don't think you really want to do the podcast, so you're making it as uncomfortable <laughs> as possible for everybody. So then we're just like, "Oh, just don't do it anymore, Gordon. Just just go ahead and stop." All right. Jake, I, 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 you agree with that hypothesis? I 100% agree with that hypothesis. I think that's exactly the well, direction yeah, but, we're going. See, but Jake had no no religious uh, – uh, he, he had never heard that term before. You know, so he, he's just viewing it from the more tawdry side. Which we is what you intended it. it to be. Exactly. Well, there might be a double entendre yeah. there. I mean, uh, it's uh, – so I can't read from Song of Solomon either, probably, huh? Okay, we're done here. Her neck was thank you, Scotty, as luscious as a white swan, and all uh, that. Let's let's not. Okay, we we do have sports to talk about today. Right. I I thought your column today was amazing. Oh, thanks, I'd like man. to go. I'd like to go down that direction. Spend some time okay. there. All right. Bowler is going to spend some time on the show. He's going to join us at uh, at. 30. Austin is gone, so we're all in a good mood. Adrian is filling in, so I, I, I don't think... <laughs> what a day to miss. The show will be luckier today. It will be luckier today. it usually today. is, because Adrian brings good luck. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm a little thrown off my game because I was all excited about that name for our podcast. You are not thrown off. Would you stop it? Scotty is exactly right I, about I'm this. I'm having to regroup you here a little bit. do 100% what you both were doing. And but see, I thought it was a representation of the two of us and, you know, what we do sometimes. And, you know, it, it, it uh, stirred the emotion. Although in our in our initial episode, we PK and I didn't beat each other over the head the way we have been known to on, on occasion. So you kept it friendly. Yeah, but it won't be. It won't stay that way. Right. It was his idea, the whole kick against the... It doesn't... It stopped. It doesn't matter whose... Why, why would it matter whose idea it was? Because it made me laugh. I thought it was, you know, funny. There's lots of stuff that makes me laugh that we cannot <laughs> we cannot spew about the airwaves. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, and I didn't you know did that. know exactly what you were I, doing. I you swear. I thought I am surprised at your reaction. You are not. Did, uh, Adrian, did you dump that? Yes. And actually, every time. Every so, time. So nobody even heard the initial one. No. 
you know, this and it will be edited off the podcast as I've been instructed. Our, our friend uh, Jesus on Twitter uh, it comes up with this idea, which I've heard from many people. And uh, you just go with grumpy old men. Grumpy old men. That's not exactly reaching our demographic, or is it? I, well, it, it's not so much about demographic as that is a good representation of what the podcast is going to be, <laughs> more so than that that awful uh, uh, title you both came but, up but with. But again, I'll just say it one more time, and then I'll let it rest. Okay. You just heard it for what it is in 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 in, a, in modern interpretation, but that I've heard that term at church a hundred times. Well, one, it doesn't matter. Two, are you only doing the podcast for religious zealots, so or you, what? So you can say something this- in church that you can't say on our air. Yeah, sure. Wow. Okay. Well, that seems a little backward, doesn't it? No, we need to stretch the limits here a little bit. Why? <laughs> I need a wider berth. Does, does this this policy also uh, apply to uh, the Koran, or is it, what religious text does it apply or does not? And what version of the Bible are we talking about? Oh, it's in all. Is of this them. the New International Version? I probably wouldn't let someone from the Westboro Baptist Church hop on there. You know? No, oh, yeah, 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 okay, but that's not what. Uh, uh, what about the Torah? Adrian, is, a- is the, if it goes in the Torah, is it fine? Adrian for the is uh, at least familiar with religious terminology. Yes. He's heard that before, right? But I wouldn't put it on the air because the word itself. But but and the double entendre you're talking about, which you 100 percent intentionally used. So I love how you're hiding behind this when you know exactly what you're doing. Scotty was totally right about that. All and right. by the way, the only opinion that matters is Scotty's. Uh, so I know that's uh, that is true. Okay, well, boy, I'm uh, all right. All right, I'm, Are you gonna... I've gathered myself and I'm ready to go now. You, you're able come... to put the pieces back together. <laughs> See. PK and I have been doing radio for a long, long time, and both of us thought it was a good name. So it's it's not like I'm alone in my ignorance. <laughs> what difference does that make? How's that for a title? <laughs> you, you were both in cahoots, and you do Lonely exactly in what... ignorance. Yep, listen to that podcast every day. But, yeah. But here's, and, and I'm not going to pretend to be some sort of podcast expert, but but here's step one for, for podcasting, I feel. Come up with a title you can promote. <laughs> If, if you're if you can't promote it, it's probably not going but to I be all that could, great. Because I, I thought you could say that. I didn't know. Well, you can. All right. You want to get the split story yeah. today? I want right to talk away, about your call. Quick. Comment. All right, Adrian, if you please. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. The new head coach, Jerry Sloan, he gets a rousing ovation. They broke the mold, you know, when they made him, because there aren't any like him in this league. For 23 years, Jerry Sloan roamed the jazz sidelines, coaching every night as if it would be his last. John Stockton sends the Utah Jazz to the NBA Finals. All the 
nonsense is gone, let's play basketball. What's important? Committing to each other, committing to our team, committing to our organization. At the end of the day, he's going to look back, and no one gave me anything. He earned everything he got. He never did anything to bring attention to himself. It was always about team. It was always about winning. It was that passion that helped him win over 1,200 games. Memo for three. Memo hits. Jazz go for the oh, win. Nice move. It's of Utah Jazz fans and earned him a place in the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. It was truly an honor to be such, among such a well-respected, talented group of individuals. Gordon, you had a column, have a column up, sltrib.com, uh, talking about Jerry Sloan. And I'm going to kind of get out of the way and and let you kind of share your thoughts about uh, in whatever direction you want to go, writing the column or, or what you wrote about. But uh, I, I want to hear you talk about it because I thought it was it was terrific and uh, I really enjoyed reading it. Uh, it's a you know not the easiest column you've ever written to read just because it, it sparked some emotion, but I, I, I really thought you did it well. Well, there are so many stories to tell about Jerry Sloan, but uh, I guess the news to this whole thing is that Jerry is in in a tough way right now. You know, everybody knew or most people are aware that he's batting, battling Parkinson's and this version of dementia, but he has uh, it has worsened now, and so he's he's fighting that and uh, having to deal with it, and so I thought. Well, why why wait to pay tribute to the man? I thought it, it's 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 a good idea to pay tribute to the man now, you know. And so that's what sparked it. And then, uh, you know, I talked with people who are close to Jerry, and uh, sort of got the inside story of his current condition, and then went ahead and uh, wrote this thing the way for what it meant to me. And, uh, yeah, Jerry Sloan, is just, there are so many stories to tell. There were so many things I could have put in there that I decided at some point, I said, okay, look, you can't put it all in there. Just just put what you're feeling about Jerry and the basics of what you know about him. And so I, I, that's what I did. And it was. It was a little emotional, I got to tell you, because we've all known Jerry. Uh, fans think they know Jerry. And he's really especially in his later years, one of the most approachable people. And, you know, he had this reputation as being a tough guy. You know, and tough guys. I remember the first time I wrote a feature about Jerry. It was back in, like, 94 or something. And uh, I used the analogy of it. What if you got on an elevator with Jerry Sloan in a tall building? And you're going up and you start talking to him. And what happens if you say the wrong thing? You and Jerry Sloan. You know, he, he might, he had that kind of reputation as being a tough guy. But in reality, he was about as kind and gentle to people, decent, I'll say, use the word that, decent to people as uh, any man I've ever known. And so he had sort of this, tough guys love being called tough, and he he didn't mind being called tough. But I've walked the roads of his boyhood home and his neighborhood and the town where he grew up, and uh, it, it was just very revealing to me uh, being in those areas where he uh, became who he is, who he, who he, who he is, and uh, which is a terrific coach, a great coach, 
uh, a man who had his vices but had his virtues too, a lot of them, and uh, became more that way as he lived and learned. And the reason we honor him so much, in part, is because of his great success. I mean, when you win over 1,200 NBA games uh, as a coach, then you've done something right. When you get inducted into the Hall of Fame, it's obvious. But there was another component to him, uh, a tenderness that uh, a lot of people don't know about. Those who know him know about it. And then what he meant to this particular community and to the Utah Jazz when you spend, what was it, 23 years coaching a team, uh, you, you become, you, you are woven into the fabric of uh, everything that that team is about. And if, for, you know, if I had my way, Jerry Sloan would have a statue out there alongside the other two. And uh, that's, that's sort of the background to what I did. Uh, just talking about kind of the softer side, uh, Gordon, as, as you were uh, talking there, I was thinking about one experience in my personal life that I really got a chance to see that. Or not personal life, I guess, professional life. Around the time I started in this business, a little ways in, uh, Jerry lost his wife. Bobby, yeah. Uh, Bobby, and that was... Uh, Terrific lady. Oh, yeah, and you, you could you could tell that that was, uh, that was really hard on him. But uh, a year-ish later... After the Jazz, remember the Jazz went through that tough season when Carlos Boozer and Mehmet Okur first got their year number one, but Booz was hurt so much, mm-hmm. and uh, and Memo uh, came into came into camp overweight and took a while to get hit, get it rolling, and they struggled, and that's the year they got the draft pick that ended up being Darren Williams, right? And so the year after that one, somebody asked him in in just a after practice media session or or camp or something along those lines, uh, you know, if the last year. Uh, was it was hard to lose so many games? Something along those lines, referring to the last year, and and all of a sudden he he st- he broke down and there were tears, yeah. and he said it was hard because I lost my wife, and mm-hmm. the the question had r- reminded him of of that moment, and and all of a sudden he got really emotional, and then uh, you kind of stopped the the interview, and and you know that was that was a good place to stop. Another time I saw him get emotional was when. At John Stockton's celebration. Do you remember that at the arena? Uh-huh. And I was positioned right there by the stage. And when Jerry got up and he had some remarks about Stockton, and when he finished, he turned. And I don't think anybody else, or very few people could see this, but he looked right at John, and I looked straight into Jerry Sloan's eyes, and the, the sprinklers were on. Big time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, that look, that single look at at uh, Stockton from Sloan said everything you need to know about the way those two felt about each other, and the way they approached the game, the way the what their attitudes were, all of it totally connected in that moment between those two. That was really really cool. And Jerry, the, Jerry always showed up. I mean, he was always there. He he uh, faced the media. I saw him get angry a few times. He got angry at me once. And I think I've told you that story, Jake, where he pulled me over after a, a, a scrum, a media scrum, where we were asking him questions during a, play, during a playoff situation. He called me over to the side, and he uh, told me that he disagreed with something I'd written. And I told him my point of view. And after we were done, he put his hand out. We shook hands. 
man had huge hands, huge leathery hands. It was just impressive. Uh, we shook hands. Uh, we nodded. And it was now I had more respect for the man after that than I had before. Uh, it's just a, it's just a, a good, hard American uh, tough guy with a tender heart. And, uh, you know, the way uh, what he's going through, uh, you know, probably a lot of us have had family that have suffered some of these ailments. This is so difficult. And, uh, and you know, he's just such a beloved figure around here. And you just hope the best, right, for his family and Tammy. And you send good vibes their way that uh, that they could at least find some enjoyment out of these last or this last time in his life yeah, and however been, long it may it's be it's been great that he's been able to come to jazz games oh so great and for people to be able to talk with him and get a sense for that side of him but i don't think he'll be attending any more jazz games yeah i'll just say it that way based on what i was told by people who would know well, I certainly love uh, running into him uh, in the tunnel and in the hallways uh, when when he was. And I, uh, I in fact, uh, Clint on uh, on Twitter just sent in a picture uh, of Jerry at a Stars game last year. He, he really enjoyed coming to those games. Right. Still, as uh, as a fan, he so. loved basketball, and basketball to him was easy yeah. compared to the realities of life from where he came. And uh, it was uh, it was his love of that game. And his approach to it that turned him into a great player and a great coach. And, uh, yeah, Jerry is he's, – he's iconic. He really is. The reaction I've gotten to this column nationwide has been overwhelming. Yeah. Well, it's a great column. And want to encourage all our listeners to check it out, sltrib.com. And uh, if you have some thoughts to share, memories, uh, you can always tweet at us, at Jake Scott's own, at Gordon Monson. Uh, you can also uh, we could take some open mics on this if uh, oh, yeah. you know, thoughts that, and, and memories about Jerry Jerry Sloan, uh, inspired by Gordon's column. Well, today. inspired by Jerry himself. That, that, that's really it. And people love Jerry Sloan. Uh, that's one thing I found out. I knew that already. But if today has taught me anything other than the fact that I can't say certain things on the radio that I thought I could, mm-hmm. uh, it's that there there are thousands, hundreds of thousands of basketball fans who have great affection for Jerry Sloan. Only you can really slide in a subtle joke into a very serious point in in the, what, span of seven, six, eight seconds? Well, like that. Those I mean, are the you two really things I learned today. Just, I mean, that's, You just slid that right there, didn't you? I thought you? PK came up with a great name you for the podcast. Not. I thought it was you funny. I thought it was right on the money. I thought it was accurate. Okay. We are live here at Homie Gordon, one of our very favorite places to be. And joining us now is Emily. First off, thanks, excuse me, as always, for having us. We really, uh, we always enjoy it. Oh, thank you. We love having you here. It's always fun to have you in the office. And Gordon and I, uh, we agree. We, we love outside the box thinking, and that's why we love Homie. You guys have figured out a, a different way to, to approach uh, real estate that basically makes people's lives easier and helps save them money. Yeah, that's the whole goal here is to make lives easier, save money, um, and have a great experience while they're at it. Well, let's talk about buying because I know we want to hit that a lot. I know we hit the, you know, you can list your home, 1500 bucks, and that's an uh, awesome deal. Mm-hmm. But people out there need to know that you help a lot of people get into, you know, the, the homes that they want. 
Yeah, so that's the great part. With buying, we make it super easy. We pull in all homes that are available on the MLS into our app and website. They can find a home they like, click request a tour, and one of our amazing agents in their area will show up and tour them through that home with no pressure. Just come see it. If you still want to use Homey to make the offer, we'll help you do that too. We also do that online. And then if you end up buying the home and there's some commission available, we actually refund up to $5,000 of that back for closing costs, which you won't get using any other agent. Because so, so let me get this straight. Yeah. It's a great deal. Mm-hmm. You, you get full service. Yeah. You get treated properly. Treated great. So <laughs> what don't you get? Um, you know, honestly, there is nothing you don't get with Homie. You get everything you would the traditional route and then some. It's an incredible, uh, it's incredible technology service, uh, Gordon. We, the, this place is a buzz with smarter people than you and me. Uh, if yeah, people, sure. uh, I mean, I'm telling you, I don't know about that. You two are very smart. That is incredibly <laughs> untrue. But they're all ready to help our listeners go through this process. And you guys are doing homey loans, and you're taking mm-hmm. care of titles. I mean, you're you're keeping it all under one roof. Yep, we're trying to make it a one stop shop, and we are just doing that. Awesome. You got to check it out. Homey.com. That's homey.com. Emily, thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Well. We'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned live from Homie. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. I look at the Devils, they went 7-5. and five. All the great ones down there have rolled off a 7-5 and five season. Have you had a coach who didn't go 7-5? <laughs> and five? Well, yeah, they used to only play 10 games. So the Utes have to go back to the 80s to find a coach who didn't have a 10-win season? The Cougars have to go back to the 60s? They were playing fewer games then, so I guess that's not a good bar. That's what I just said. You just said it like I it was brand finish. new news. You weren't paying a lick of attention. I hang on your every stupid word, and me, you just blow me off. That's a great point, Dave. They did play fewer games back then. Why didn't I think? Think of that. I'm trying to find Utes and Cougars and mashed up with my Aztecs. I need some. You can kiss my Aztecs. I need some root beer. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. May I have your attention, please? You're locked on to the big show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, 97.5, 12 into the zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 12 into the zone. Band of the day today is the Backstreet Boys, selected by our friends Joe and Emily here at Homie. That's where we're broadcasting. Check them out, homie.com. Band of the day brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at livenation.com. Is Backstreet Boys, are they to the point now where, you know, before they were known as a, as a boy band and all that stuff, but once you've... Once uh, you've been established for such a long time, do, is it okay to like them now? I don't know if it was ever not okay to like, you know, right. to each their own. But, yeah, they're definitely like a retro brand band now where they're capitalizing on, you know. All the songs that they performed people, decades ago. Yeah, people reminiscing about their youth. Yeah. I mean, your generation of music has been... Go into that well for a long time now. Not yeah, that I'm complaining, but uh, that is very true. So I think they're they're in that realm now, where they're they're a retro band, and anybody who came of age during right. the '90s, I suppose, maybe has good feelings about them, right? I don't know. 
But anyway, uh, Homie, and we'll talk to Joe about this, has uh, their billboards refer to a Backstreet Boys song. Mm. So uh, we thought uh, it'd be fun to connect the two. So we are here at Homie. Check them out, homie.com. Uh, also want to remind you uh, about um, our friends at Ivory Homes. Uh, make sure and uh, check out Utah's number one home builder. Ivory Home brings experience, quality, and design to every home and community they build. Learn more at ivoryhomes.com. You know, Gordon, one of the advantages of, of being an afternoon show mm-hmm. is that, you know, you can listen to the other shows on The Zone and uh, steal their good ideas, which is, you know, always I thought, fun. I thought we were the ones that were always being uh, robbed of various uh, Oh Well, you and Austin, you know, you guys complained about that, I, you know. I'm more realistic. Although whole world news sharing is, is caring. Whole world news is really close to the Not Sports Report. But yeah, that's a that's all right. But considering Scotty created the Not Sports Report and ripped off another radio show, you know, maybe we shouldn't all feel so bad about it. Yeah. But this is a topic actually I've seen debated online quite a bit and, and I want to focus it a little more than those guys did. Hans put out his top three in the state at every position. And uh, really interesting if you want to get uh, Hans's analysis on it. But I thought we'd concentrate on just the quarterback position. And I want to see how controversial this actually is. Because it seems less controversial in my mind than it appears online where people get a little bent out of shape. So the top three quarterbacks in the state, you know, probably from Utah, Utah State, and BYU, if I had to take a guess, how would you rank them? Uh, Jordan Love, number one. Tyler Huntley, probably number two, and Zach Wilson, number three. See, that's exactly how it it weighs out in my mind. And I don't think that's that hard to make that evaluation. But you fans are all bent out of shape that uh, Tyler Huntley, you know, he's a Pac-12 quarterback playing that schedule. Why isn't he getting more love? What, that he's better than Jordan Love? That's some of the uh, response I've seen. Uh, then, they're, then they're not paying attention. Jordan Love is a, is a heck of a talent. But they're going to say, oh, does it against Mountain West teams? Uh, okay, they can think that. I mean, everyone can think whatever it is they're going to think. All I can tell you is that Jordan Love, and this isn't just based on my opinion, it's based on the opinion of very educated football people, is one hell of a quarterback. You used that word on purpose. He's really, really good. And – uh, that's, it's one of those things, anytime you compare players, it sounds like you're tearing down the other guys. BYU fans are mad right now. They think Zach Wilson's better than any of these guys. You know? And so, that it, it, maybe for some people, where you're coming from is going to affect uh, the way you feel about it. But for you and me, we don't care one way or the other. We don't really have any kind of connection to to, to the guys. Uh, I'm just going off of pure performance. Now, another piece of news dropped today where the Maxwell Award watch list yeah. was, was released. And, I mean, there's a zillion names on there, so what does it really mean? However, two of these quarterbacks were named on the watch list. Not all three, just two. Jordan, Jordan Love, Love and Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Now, when I, when I kind of read through that, I thought to myself, okay, well... If you're going to include Zach Wilson, you would think Tyler Huntley would be included. Not the, Again, not that a watch list means anything other than, I guess, national perspective from a certain group of folks. So what mm-hmm. does that really mean? But it, I, I, it really stood out to me that they included Zach Wilson and not Tyler Huntley. 
Because I would not put well, Zach ahead of Tyler right now because Tyler has has proved it more than Zach has. By but he has, he has yet more to prove in a lot of people's I minds. I agree. Uh, he, what kind of quarterback is he? Uh, can he be the kind of quarterback? That's one of the reasons this season, this upcoming season, is so fascinating. Because I think he's going to play a huge role. If he stays healthy this year, he's now people are going to see what he can do. And he's well-equipped to do it. He understands what uh, what he should be doing. He knows how to, to do it now. As, coming into his senior year, I mean, he's been through it. He's learned his lessons, in my opinion. And I think he's going to be really, really good this year. Uh, I don't think he's as good as Jordan Love, but I, I think he is a key, key player. Quarterbacks always are. But I, I think sometimes people just sort of, uh, Tyler Huntley, you know, they'll win in spite of him as much as because of him. I, I disagree with that. I think he's going to play a big, big role. And I've had my doubts in the past at times. I have too. The the way last year started out was not was not particularly flattering, I thought, for Tyler Huntley. But the month of October, he was terrific. You can't I mean you can't look at that, that string of wins Utah went on and, and the performances from Huntley and, and ignore the fact that he was absolutely terrific for that month. But sometimes in sports you're left ask, asking what is real. Was that real? And it certainly could have been. If he puts together an entire season like he played in October last year, the Utes, the, the Utes could be special because he was really, really good. But then he, also you think about the beginning part of the year and you go, I don't, it, it was not so good. And so I, I think when you look at quarterbacks who can really sling it, Jordan Love's the only one that's really proved that, I mean, that guy can step back and really pass it. I think Tyler Huntley still has a little ways to go in, in that uh, in that realm, but we saw it last year in October. So I think that's where a lot of the enthusiasm comes from Tyler Huntley, and I, I certainly get that. But Love has has proven that he is a much better passer, and that's where I'm putting most of the emphasis and, on and in, my, in my evaluation. And he's an expert at reading defenses. I mean, he's really come along in that regard. Can he get better? Sure, all these guys can. But I, I And it'll be interesting to see, because this year – they lost some guys on that offensive line, so will they be able to protect him? Sometimes a quarterback looks better than he is based on the team around him, and sometimes he looks worse. And I don't know how that's going to work out this year for Jordan, but I I know that pro scouts are all over Jordan Love. I don't know how much they're, they're all over uh, Tyler Huntley. But that's why this year is so important for him to really show – what he's learned in the past and how far he's come. He certainly has the athletic ability. He has a strong arm. Tyler Huntley does. Make the right decision at the right time. When I had that conversation with Mike Leach and I asked him what makes a great quarterback, uh, there were a whole bunch of things that were cerebral before they were the other things. And if Tyler Huntley has been able to master those things in decision making, and and uh, and poise, uh, I, I, instead of just taking off running, then he's going to shine. He's going to have the opportunity to shine, even though the Utes will be run heavy. Just to defend uh, Tyler Huntley a little bit, 
NFL potential does not necessarily equal college football success. So just to defend him a little bit, because, of course, he is far from your prototypical draftable quarterback, and that's not really his game, nor is he really big enough to be that. Whereas Jordan loves, what, 6'6"? I mean, he's... Maybe not quite that tall, 6'4". Yeah, I'll have to double like check. Uh-huh. But anyway, he's, he's got that prototypical build, especially if he puts a little bit more weight on. I mean, he's got that NFL body that would make him far more attractive to NFL scouts than Tyler Huntley. So uh, just, to, just to defend Tyler a little bit, that's not, that does not tell the whole story. 6'4", 220. After I wrote that, Thanks, uh, that column about uh, Jordan Love last year, since that time I've been contacted by multiple agents. Wanting information about Jordan Love. Hmm. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. And they are aware of him. They're learning what they can about him. And he's caught their attention. Now, okay, now BYU fans are down there saying, hey, man, our guy was young. He's just learned. His potential is vast. He's going to be able to do X, Y, and Z. Uh, Okay. Maybe we can buy into that if we see it more mm-hmm. we just haven't i have not seen enough of zach wilson to make pronouncements about him as far as this particular group of quarterbacks uh and, and there's a lot of byu fans down there who really do think that he eventually will be as good as or better than the other two i i don't know that i i mean i could be convinced of that based on how he plays but just because he He's perfect in a bowl game against Western Michigan. I'm I'm not going to elevate him. Yeah. Uh, to that point, he's got he's got something to go out there and prove. Yeah. And especially overcoming the shoulder injury, I want to I want to see that 100 percent behind him too, because that can really have long term effects. Mm-hmm. So anyway. and, and all the things that are true with the other guys are true with him. I mean, he's a he's a fine athlete. He just has to learn how to play that position. And I know he's done that for a long time, and he's mature beyond his years. But but there's a whole bunch more for him to grasp, and that needs to be evidenced on the field. All right, we'll have more coming up right around the corner. We're live at Homey. Check them out, homey.com. A lot of people know if you're selling a home, Homey can save you thousands, but they can also save you thousands while you're buying a home. And they'll take care of uh, – they've got everything now in-house here, Gordon. It's a one-stop shop here at homie.com. They, they'll help you close on the title. They've got the Homie Loans program, of course, buying, selling a home. But if you're – certainly if you're buying, uh, don't fall for that myth that it doesn't cost anything to hire a normal realtor because it does and it can. Mm-hmm. And they can save you, that, uh, save you that money. So check them out, homie.com. More coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. There's a lot of conversation about Zach Wilson, a lot of conversation about Jordan Love. I think there should be a lot of excitement about those QBs. I think Tyler Huntley, every bit as much as the other QBs, is quite possibly going to have a really great year. Tyler Huntley last year had a four-game stretch where I was really impressed with him. 73% completion, the types of throws he was making was a little different than what we had seen before. With Andy Ludwig, I think that they can find the consistency. I think Andy can get the most out of him, and I think we have seen that this guy has a gear and a level that he can hit where it's optimal. And not only does his team win, they're exceptional. I don't think it's a stretch to think Huntley could have a great year. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. 
The best coverage of the Utah Jazz in the NBA is right here on The Big Show. Kick it. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 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 Yeah. You are my fire, the one desire, believe. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're live from Homie. Check them out, homie.com. I'm getting a little uh, sentimental here all of a sudden because this song takes me back to when my girls, all five of them, were young, considerably younger than they are now, and uh, that was a good time, man. And music takes you back, and I, oh man, your daughters are probably right. This reminds right me. The, well, at least a couple of them were right in the middle of the Backstreet Boys thing, right? Yeah, like what time, What year did this song come out? What'd you get? I don't know. What'd you say, Adrian? Probably in 96? 97? Late, late 90s? Yeah. So my girls were all in, in school. So they were right in the, in the thick of it. Yeah, just taking them to the, the tennis tournaments and stuff. All of them. 1999. 99? Okay. So... My oldest would have been 14 at that time. And on down the line from there. And the youngest won. So, sorry. No, that's all right. Just had a sentimental moment there, being in the car, driving places with my kids back there singing that song. Holy cow. I'm getting all weepy over here all of a sudden. Speaking of of nostalgic, uh, how about we take you back to, say, your early 40s? Okay, 1920. Well, I was going to say, uh, it's the 50-year anniversary of uh, the moon landing. That's right. I remember that. Uh, I was not 40 years old at the time. No, that's the joke, yes. But, uh, it was 50. But I, Give him some respect. But, but I do remember. I do remember the day uh, the, the uh, Neil Armstrong stepped onto the moon, and uh, that's, that's a, that's a, that kind of memory doesn't fade. That was a big, big deal. That was a huge moment, right? And I know there are some people that thought they were in a TV studio in South Dakota somewhere or something. I, but I, I believe that they did land on the moon and that that was a huge, huge accomplishment. I read a, an interesting fact about that today, that uh, per NASA protocol, the, the real person that was supposed to set the first step on the moon was Buzz Aldrin. And Buzz Aldrin's a stud. That guy, he, yeah. But because the captain is supposed to stay with, with the ship, ship, and so, you know, as far as seniority well, Neil, or whatever. Did Neil just bust, uh, bust out there quicker? So uh, what I wondered was, okay, so did this come from NASA where NASA said, you know, we're going to change it for this and Neil's going to be the guy? Or did, did Neil, you know, throw his weight around up there in the capsule? Like, hey, if anybody's taking the first step here, it's this guy. Uh, one small step for man, one giant leap for my reputation. For my ego. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I have one question about uh, the pictures that were uh, taken there on the surface of the moon. Uh, with the flag 
uh, it's stretched out. Can someone please answer this to me, for me? The flag is stretched out, but is there wind on the moon? Uh, I doubt it. So why why is the flag stretched out? Well, maybe somebody starched it or something. <laughs> well, I, 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 Wait, didn't didn't you just uh, get done chastising the uh, the folks that thought it happened on a soundstage somewhere, and now you bring up their number one uh, argument? Is that their argument? I don't know. You I've never heard so that argument. I just noticed it. You did. Not. I did. You I was did not. I was looking at a picture of this the other day, and I said, "Why is the why is the flag?" Is it a Gordon, there Gordon's like full of it Tuesday? Come on. No. No, I don't doubt it, I, but that, I did wonder about You've that. You've got I, the answer, guys. What is the answer? On on lunar flags, they have bars across the top oh, so that okay. it kind of is hanging okay. there. It yeah. looks like. There you go. All right. They did it then. It's all You are so full of it. No, I you do. I'm so not one of these of conspiracy guys that thinks. Also, Gordon wants to storm Area 51 with all these other. Right. Yeah, with, with out the, there. Million, the millions of people who are going to. Didn't somebody say they were going to cap these people if they try to storm in there? The Air Force said, you probably shouldn't rush us. That's. what, Which is exactly what I thought right, when, I, when you first brought up that story. Like, yeah. You really think rushing a heavily defended army yeah. base is a real good idea for and, you? And huh? Wait a second. <laughs> what? How does? How does they can't? They can't shoot us all. How? How is that a rallying cry? I think they could with the space lasers they've got there. Right. Yeah. yeah the death ray. Uh, yeah, but but you know, okay. Let's say that a hundred thousand of them get shot down. Or buzzed or lasered or whatever. That's trespassing on government property as yeah, far as I'm like, concerned. Well, I think like that's, news for everybody. that's a high cost just to see what's in there. Well, know. it's a pretty dumb idea. <laughs> Although I kind of like the idea of, of uh, private citizens uh, needing to know. Okay. Because, you know, you don't want to conceal things from the people who are paying for everything. The taxpayers. Speaking of needing to know, joining us now, he's our good friend Joe from uh, Homie. And folks need to know, Joe, they could save a bunch of money and Joe, have a better Joe, experience. Hold on, hold on here. Do you believe that they landed on the moon? Joe? Absolutely. Uh, I, of course. Okay, just wanted to get that clear. Okay. Well, okay. I'm glad we we're, got that. We're uh, all on. Uh, we're all in accord here. Hey, let's talk about why we have uh, our band of the day today. We're we're teaming up with the with the Homie billboards. Yeah, indeed. In fact, we have three billboards at the point of the mountain, and uh, many of you that commute into work um, from Utah County probably see those every day, and just recently they changed. The first board says 6%, meaning the 6% commissions you pay a traditional agent ain't nothing but a heartache. 6% ain't nothing but a mistake. Um, I want it the homie way. Hashtag your one desire. So See? Brilliant. Yeah, we we so get to have a little bit of fun over here in marketing. All right. You guys do get to have a little fun in, in marketing. I remember your Rudy Gobert billboards. I love that one too. Yeah, were you, were you Rudy? A, you're an all-star. We've got your back. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Were you a Backstreet Boys fan? <laughs> of course not. No. <laughs> I would never. I would never admit to that. Don't ask me about Britney Spears. I saw you tapping <laughs> right. your foot over there when that song was playing. I was in a company meeting, 185 people <laughs> last week, and we were talking about that billboard. And someone said, "Sing it for us." And of course, I'm out there in front of the, the whole company. And yeah, I, did you? I, I, I did a little bit of a song oh, and right. dance How'd for a second. Go? Yeah, it's the last time that. That'll ever happen. Oh, that's no, no, it. Don't even ask our, me to our, sing on the our radio. Our listeners Absolutely want to not. hear it. Come Absolutely. on. 
Hey, I, lo- I love it. You guys, uh, we came in and there was a there was a subtle change in the office today. You guys are doing some light construction, but the whole thing is, is you guys are growing and you're making this a one stop shop. You're making room to help more people with more areas. Yeah, we you know, we determined that if we could offer more of the things that you need when you buy a house, we could lower the, cro- the cost across the board. And so you can now use Homey Real Estate to buy any house. You'll have an assigned agent to tour houses. Then you can use Homey Loans to get a mortgage and rates are phenomenal right now. We're doing mortgages for most of our buyers, including a bunch of refinances. And then um, just recently, we launched a homey title. So now we have a title and escrow company, and it's a separate as a sister company, and they're going to be right here kind of at the same location as our headquarters. So we can help you through that closing process. And a lot of people don't even know what title and escrow really does, but that's where you show up to sign that stack of paperwork, and we can lower costs at every part of the transaction. How rewarding is it that so many people are are realizing this and utilizing your services. You know, we love to hear customers who saved um, thousands, tens of thousands of dollars when they when they buy a house. In fact, I was just talking to a couple that saved $24,000. They actually sold with us and then they bought with us and they got a, a loan with Homey Loans and they saved 24,000 bucks. Mm. And that's a lot of money. And the things they do with that, it's fascinating. Some people are going on vacation. Some people are paying off debt. Some people are buying a new van for the family. Some people are buying jazz tickets. Um, this couple um, used it for in vitro, and they just had their first baby. Wow. Oh, that's amazing! So those people, those people who go ahead and pay the extra twenty four thousand, I wonder what you know. Afterward, they're looking around and they're thinking, "Wait a minute, uh, how am I better off than homey customers?" Point being, they're, they're not. not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you said it, Gordon. I mean, we really really provide that full service kind of experience with technology, but with assigned agents and attorneys to help you every step of the way. And we're able to save our customers tens of thousands of dollars. So it's really just getting the word out. Uh, We've just doubled in growth this year over last year. And so we're growing really, really quickly. So more and more people are seeing that this is really an interesting and cost savings route to go. Joe, thank you so much as always. And we'll catch up with you later on in the show. Thanks, Jake. All right, that's Joe from Homie. Check him out, homie.com. We also want to remind you, tomorrow is Win Ticket Wednesday. Win tickets to Nitro World Games. They're headed back to the State of Sport coming up Saturday, August the 17th at Utah Motor Sports Campus. So be there while once again, uh, as they converge on Utah for the summer of the battle for the top spot in Nitro Rallycross, Moto Quarterpipe, and FMX Best Trick. Tickets are on sale now. Purchase your tickets at nitroworldgames.com. More next, live from Honey. Homie, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.